3: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
4: Hey, this is BJ. Thanks for listening to our show's podcast. If you're a fan of all things geeky, you should check out my other podcast, BJ Shay's Geek Nation. We have new episodes every day, and you can check it out at
5: BJGeekNation.com. right chapter.com
4: 99.9 k isw the rock of seattle if you fly a lot like i do uh there's a mystery that i you know i think about but never you know really i always forget to check out and that is the chime sounds you know oh. you hear these chime sounds when you're on a plane yeah you know, honestly, I've always heard them. I never once
0: thought, why are they doing them? I just assumed, oh, it's a chime to put on my seatbelt or something like that. Really? That, I, that was my assumption. It's like, oh, the chime went off. I should probably put my seatbelt on.
1: It was either, I thought either that or somebody was asking for a flight attendant. Like, I thought somebody else was asking, and that's oh. what the noise I heard.
4: Oh, good call. That's what, yeah.
2: See, I thought that, too, and and I, I fly a lot as well to go see Lily, and I actually had a conversation with a flight attendant about this on about two flights ago. So I know what they, I think I know what they mean, but I will, I'm not going to say, because I'm not yeah, exactly sure. Alert. Yeah.
4: Well, we've got a real flight attendant who will see if Danny's right or wrong Ooh. about what these uh, chimes
5: mean.
3: Ever heard this sound on a plane before? You ever wonder what that means?
5: A high-low chime like that means that one flight attendant is trying to call the other flight
3: attendant, or the flight deck is trying to call us. If you hear three of those, that means it's an emergency, but you never will have to hear that. And if you hear just one tone, like that, that means that a passenger is calling one of the flight attendants from our seat, or they could be calling us from the lavatory over here. Either one.
0: So I can oh. annoy everybody on the flight if I just keep hitting that button. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if I hit it three times to freak everybody out now? Yeah, but you it has to be the high-low
2: one. Yeah, it's the high-low yeah, one. If bang, you just bang. do the ding, 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 yeah. it's down and down. down yes. right. What yeah. if
0: I make the sound of the low? <laughs> so it's like the ding, and I go boom, and then ding again.
4: Yeah, you know, that, that sounds I'm just, sure just like, like it. I'm sure you'll fool everybody. <laughs> yeah, you fooled me right now. Is there an emergency?
2: <laughs> See, and the funny thing is, too, is that if you press, if you press it once, it'll light up blue, and that means for them to come over. But then to turn it off, you just hit it again.
4: Oh, you just keep pressing it over and over and over again,
2: on and off, on and off, on
4: and off. Oh yeah, that's nice. You am not not nice. too. They'll love you for that, I'm sure. <laughs> I th- then there's the beep that happens when they get to the gate, and you can stand up and unbuckle your seatbelt.
2: They also do it for the seatbelt too, which is funny that yeah. someone said that because oh. it's, they, if you notice it when it when it goes on, it's like it's basically just get attention. I think.
4: Yeah, get get, get a look somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I've noticed. It's like I am conditioned when I hear that boom, it's like, oh, we parked. I can undo my seatbelt and get my suitcase. Oh, the
0: moment we land, I'm always in the back of the plane. I I instantly undo my seatbelt, stand up. I'm like, I'm ready to go, guys. I know people I have a window hate, seat. People hate I'm guys kidding, like you. Know, you I, don't, when, I, don't, I don't
4: I don't really do that. I do. I mean, but I, I'm on an aisle seat, so I'm like ready to go. Oh, okay, I can yeah. see that. You know, you I want mean, to get like, your yeah. stuff from the overhead. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I want to, you know, I want to be like, I want, I'm always the person that wants to make sure that I take as little time getting in and out of the plane. Like, you know, you have that line, and it really frustrates me because you stand in line because, you know, you wait for people to load their stuff and everything. So sometimes the line goes onto the jetway. You're not even into the plane yet. Mm-hmm. Then you follow people and you go, then you sit there, and then the people that were waiting in that line in the jetway could have taken all their stuff out of their carry on so they could have their electronics. They they have their food. They can have it all ready to go. Just throw it on their seat and put up their suitcase and be done.
2: Oh, it always bothers me so much when people sit down and then they have to stand up. Oh, yeah. And open up the carry and It's like, oh, I just need to get my charger. It's like, why didn't you think of that before? You right.
4: Mean, I mean, I we, we're all standing oh, yeah. in a line. That that. Yeah. We're literally standing in that line on the jetway. That's yeah. I take everything out that I need then, so that when I get to my seat, boom, boom, done. You guys can exactly. go by
0: me. And a little foresight, you know, whatever. Uh, prepare, preparation. You preparation. People don't do don't. that. No <laughs> preparation. That's all yeah. you got to do. Yeah. Think that through, I, but though, I'll, nothing will make me want to give somebody that Shane Wright death glare than the, the person that's like a few rows back trying to cut through everybody.
2: Uh, oh yeah. man. Yeah. You know what I mean,
0: it's like, dude, like we have a semblance of order. Yeah. Like it, it row goes by row, row by row. Like don't try and buck that system.
2: The only time that I ever saw that happen was on a flight from Albuquerque to Seattle. And I was drinking at the bar beforehand, but there was also another gentleman drinking at the bar. And let's just say he had way more than he should have. So we get on the plane. We land in Seattle, and the guy is pushing his way through, Ugh. and he's like yelling and saying, "Like I need to go, I need." And I was like, "You know what?" At this point, I think he's probably going to pee on someone if he doesn't get so off the go. plane. So just get yeah, off the plane, here you go, buddy. Sure. Now, if
0: somebody said, "Hey, I, I'm about to miss my flight," that's I, one. Thing. I, I hope they're not lying, but yeah. I would take the you know that in that situation. And usually, like the 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 flight attendants mm-hmm. do a pretty good job of, "Hey, we have a few people that are." Pro- possibly going to miss their next flight unless they get off the plane before everybody else. Can can we have those people get off first? Yeah. To which I act like I'm about to miss a flight. And I,
4: yeah, I'm like one of those people.
0: Yeah, of course. Thank, thank Why you. Not?
4: I, I get up and go, thank you for doing that first flight attendant. Now let me buy. Yeah, I grabbed my water, <laughs> splash a little on
0: it so it looks like beads of sweat. Oh, like, good oh gosh. gosh. Thank oh, goodness. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, on the plane. I appreciate it. I had a connecting flight to where are we going? Okay, yeah. yes, <laughs> Milwaukee. Yeah,
4: love that you're selling it, man. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You're know, a great performer when you do that. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if you heard this story. There are three dudes that are being charged with allegedly trying to sell stolen Eagles lyric through auctions. I didn't know people wanted any Eagles. You feel like (laughs) you feel like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame would have been happy that they got rid of them. You got to imagine
0: there's a bunch of like older dudes that love. that's their band.
4: Oh, the Eagles are a great band. I was joking. I know most people, but they are older dudes. love the Eagles. They I mean, they were they were an amazing band for the time. No doubt about it. But yeah, I mean, now if you're an old person, you're the only one that says that. Um, And the stolen property includes about 100 pages of Don Henley's handwritten notes with lyrics to Hotel California, that makes sense. That's an iconic song that people know. I could see that going for a little bit. And
0: that's like that would be a cool thing to have on, like, in, framed in like a like a cool living room or music room. Like, here's the handwritten lyrics to one of the most iconic songs
4: of all time. Valued over a million dollars,
0: Steve. I would not spend that kind of money on it. Wow. Give me a print.
4: <laughs> Give me a
0: print. Nineteen
2: ninety nine, please. Can they write him now? Yeah. Like, do you, can he just yeah. write him now? Uh, he's.
4: I don't think he's with us anymore. But oh. we'll, you know. But uh, you know. Huh? Never mind. Yeah, But you know what? We'll get like Freddie Henley. You know, Freddie right? Henley? <laughs> yeah, we'll get him to do it. Or These, maybe he has like a sister, Dawn Henley.
2: <laughs> oh, I get what you did there. Ah.
4: So how about this? These pages were stolen in the 70s by an author hired to write an Eagles biography, but then they were acquired about 20 years ago by one of the guys being charged. So this is, an on, this is a long theft. And the crazy part is wow. one of the guys
0: is like a curator for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, so that's it's like, nuts.
4: I... Yeah, they even tried to get Don to buy back the pages again. Uh, and uh, so if I'm done, I'm like, no, I'm not gonna buy him back from you. So is he still he's still alive. Yeah, he is still alive. He's 74. Who the hell? Who? Who? Oh, maybe it's the other guy, Glenn Fry. Glenn Fry must be the one that's not with us anymore.
0: If I'm done, I'm like, you're the idiot. I'm not gonna buy it back from you. I'll just rewrite
4: it if I that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or Don hasn't uh, changed. Yeah, Don's like, I bet the law would probably help me get these back. That
0: also, like, why would you go to the guy who wrote it, who yeah, probably yeah. would have some kind of vested interest, and be like, yeah, and, and would know that they were stolen.
4: Yeah, because go ahead, give them to anybody you want, and as soon as you do, I'm going to just tell any the, tell the authority you can't ever sell those because I'm going to say they're stolen. Would so, you guys want anyone's handwritten lyrics to any songs? Like, is that a,
0: I, I know some bands do that now, and they're not necessarily like the original handwritten lyrics, but I've right. seen some bands like, hey, buy our album and for an extra fifty bucks. We'll handwrite the lyrics to one of the songs and and and, and put it in. There. That
4: is kind of cool.
0: It's, I agree. Well,
2: and see now, a lot of like a lot of pop punk bands are doing that as and not even like buy the album. It's just like around Christmas time they'll yep. do like oh like the lead singer of Yellow Card. any song you want. It's like a hundred bucks, and he'll handwrite the lyrics to whatever song, and you can frame them and send them. And I'm like, eh, kind of takes it away from me.
0: It'd be fun to have like my favorite song handwritten. I think that'd be kind of cool, like a Pearl Jam song, like Present Tense. Have Eddie write it out, you know? Does
4: he write like he sings? Because you might not be able to understand well, it. Well, I've seen this. <laughs> I know.
0: Yellow better would be an interesting Oh, one. wow. Yeah. It'd just be a bunch of scribbles. And you're like, "Well, I'm pretty uh, sure that's uh, what it is. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, you know
4: what? Yeah, really? I mean, <laughs> that's an easy gig.
0: But, like, you know, like, have it all, like, because I see, like, their set list. He has kind of, like, a unique style of writing in the set I would just want one of their set list, a handwritten set list. That's cool. Mar-O-Jan would be pretty dope and just have that framed. That would be cool.
4: Yeah, yeah, it, I, 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 for me, it's more like, you know, anything involving like scripts or something or, you know, notes for movies and TV shows, I think would be really cool.
0: Especially if it has like handwritten marks on it. So it's like typed out or, you know, printed out. And then you have like little
4: lines and things yeah, are plots written out. on napkins or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that would be that would be cool. I, I, I'd like to have it. I don't know if I'd pay my own money. That would be a good birthday gift, yeah. but I don't think I would go out and pay my own money for it. I'd feel Same. bad.
1: Would yeah. you if you, you know, won the lottery? Would that be something you'd be like, all right, I'm going to spend money on this. Quote unquote, oh, silly I would, I, uh, expensive thing. Oh, if
4: I won the lottery, I would buy George Lucas. I would just go buy him and just, oh, him. just have, have come to my house and write for That's me. Strange. Well, I mean, you know, you know how it is when you have those guys that have super rich money. Next thing you know, they get all those folks to perform for them. You know, oh, that would yeah, own, yeah. They, you yeah. know, it's like they, it's like wow, you fill out concert halls, but this guy's got you doing his kids' bar mitzvah.
0: I mean, that seems rather aggressive. I was just thinking maybe I like fly myself out to a Pearl Jam show, <laughs> figure out how I could meet the band or Eddie, and, and be like, hey, I'm going to take that that set list after you're done with it, but can you also write Steve Rules in one of the Song slots with the Z backwards. Yeah, yes. the only
4: way you're going to have to do that is you have to buy Pearl Jam. You have to own everything that they own and go. Listen, I, I own your entire collection. I've I own tried. all them.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've hit up Mike McCready. He never yeah. replies to my DMs.
4: I don't understand it. Uh, it's usually when you say I'd like to buy you that usually just makes oh, geez, everybody happy. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, that's uh,
0: but the Pearl Jam set list ones are fun because like they scratch out like because he writes them out like moments before they go on stage like like maybe like an hour or so I don't even know but like whatever he's feeling is what they do for a set that night so it's like it, it changes every night. But you'll see him like write out songs and then scratch them out because maybe he's like, "Ah, I'm not actually feeling that one. And I've been to a couple of program shows where I see like the set list gets posted. Like someone takes a picture of the set list and I'll see. I'm like, damn it. They were going to play that song and he changed his mind. That son of a bitch.
4: Oh, (laughs) yeah. So he feels it in the mood. That's amazing that in the mood they can go, yeah, we're going to do or not do this. Yeah. That's pretty wild that they, they have the ability to make that happen.
0: Like, not during the show. Like, he doesn't pull out a Sharpie and scratch it out during the show. But moments before they go on stage, he's probably like, yeah, I'm not really feeling like playing, you know, daughter tonight. So I'm going to cross that one
4: out. That still would drive me crazy if I was a guy who all knew that, I, well, I mean, I get that he knows what he's doing. But if I were, like, in the band and yep. I had practiced it and, like... It's like I, when we interviewed
0: Stone Cold. He said, "Like moment, like every time they go on tour, he has to go and repurchase the Pearl Jam albums or yeah. get his hands on <laughs> the Pearl Jam albums to relearn the songs because you just you got to be prepared to play every single song throughout that tour."
4: And I'd be pissed if it's like we just I I spent like the entire hour two hours last night learning daughter. Now you don't want to play it, Eddie? You, God, you son of a gun! You I quit the band. Could have play my video games. What do you do? Come on now, brother. <laughs> Well, if it's chumbawamba, you don't have to worry about it, right? Yeah. You just got the same set list every night.
0: Because that's what Stone God was doing right before Pearl. He's playing like Red
5: Dead Redemption, too. He really is. Like uh, you, you didn't know now. a big
4: Red Dead Redemption <laughs> fan. I, <laughs> yeah. A lot of folks were <laughs> very really surprised about that with us, Dumb.
5: BJ and Migs. mornings on the
4: rock.
2: 99.9 K I S W.
3: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
4: 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle now here's a story that i like because it may have been a celebrity that did this okay i'll tell you who didn't do this okay somebody left a bartender a four thousand dollar tip okay and i'll tell you it was not the rock that did it it doesn't matter what you and do you know how i know it wasn't the rock because it didn't show up on his instagram page so i know he didn't do it. oh what if now this is his new thing that's no way this is his new thing. Yeah, he heard not you a complaining
2: uh, yeah. and was like, you right. know what? Oh, that BJ guy has a yeah. point. Yeah. I'm going to just start doing good deeds.
4: Yeah, it's not ha- that's not him. Yep. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, Texas bartender left a $4,000 tip from two people that she never met before. And here is Chelsea talking about how it happened and how grateful she is.
1: I live paycheck to paycheck. I don't have extra money right now. Two random girls came into the bar, never seen them before. She ordered the whole house around. Started off with a $1,000 tip. So I started crying. She's like, no, that's not good enough. So she raised it to like a 1500 She looks at her friend and says, no, that's not good enough. Raised it to 2000 And she left me a $4,000 tip. She's a gift from God.
4: Well, I hope she's got the money. You know, sometimes when you're drinking and you want to do good things. Oh, no. And next thing you know, you have no money left in your checking account. <laughs> I got to imagine she's got the money to be able to pull something
0: like that I hope off. hope you're right, man. They had to
4: run the card. Well, yeah, you can run any card you want. I mean, you, I mean, $4,000, a lot of people have that as a credit, at least that much in their credit. But then what if that's all they have? <laughs> well, that's their problem. Yeah. Well, you know what? This is a done valuable done lesson about <laughs> not yeah. getting drunk and spending <laughs> your money <laughs> all willy-nilly. Yep. As a guy that may have given his ATM card to the wrong stripper. Yeah. May have. We've uh, confirmed it yesterday. Uh, I don't oh, know what look, look at
0: that. About. I'm on Instagram, on The Rock's Instagram. He dressed as a woman, and he was handing out tips to people. This is a thing he's doing now.
4: <laughs> I would actually, <laughs> if he did that, if he misses Doubt fired his way to charity, I think I would probably. Maybe be on the other side of this. He'd win you back over yeah, if he just you, if, if he basically. That's in the Rock, all yeah.
0: swollen. He's wearing like, like a dress, and he goes yeah. in there with a wig. Yeah, hello. I'm
4: not the Rock. I'm not the Rock. It doesn't matter how I dress, Mrs. Rockfire. Yeah, Mrs. Rockfire. <laughs> Mrs. Rockfire for the win.
1: Apparently, the person that gave the tip had received an inheritance and wanted to kind of oh, give nice. something Whoa. to a stranger. That's wow. pretty cool. That is really awesome. I wish I
4: was that
0: stranger. I wish I had that inheritance. I guess that's actually better than being just a stranger. Yeah, you may. Yeah. You know <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking checkers. You're thinking I want, chess. I want, to take, I
2: want to
4: take Steve with me when we find that nice. magic bottle because right? I know that I'm going to get the good wish. Steve's going to go, oh, you know what I yeah. would like? I I'm would a, a
0: short-term kind of guy. I'd
4: like some goalie pads, Mr. Genie. Yeah, <laughs> I'm
0: happy. Yeah. That's amazing. That what, a, is what a cool stuff. feeling to be able to do that. Yeah. Like, I get excited when I give more than 20%. I'm like, yeah, this feels good. Like,
4: I thought I was a baller giving 40% last week. Where'd you give 40%? At a restaurant. Ooh. Yeah. And uh, I thought, hey, look at was me. Was it be pole nice position? The <laughs> nice <to> foxes and
2: <laughs> hell Yeah.
4: No, <laughs> no, because I went with a bunch of old ladies and relatives. That's, oh, how great would that be? So the doghouse uh, next to kittens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> got you. Got you. Yeah, let's <laughs> yeah. go to uh, let, let's go to pole position, Grandma. This it's a sports place. bar. I'm sure it is. Totally the, is. Pole uh, position, like yeah. you know, racing. Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, uh, let's go to the t- let's go to the tilted kilt in Chicago, Granny. You nice, love it. There you go. Good
0: that would be a great choice. Yes, it would tilted
2: be. Tilted kilt is awesome. Yeah, I yeah, mm-hmm. well, well, tip
0: them forty percent.
4: I tell you.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I tell you. <ya>. Wow. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. If you if, if make sure you put on some sunscreen for the, to avoid that creep factor that's out there. So,
0: was there a specific reason why you went forty percent? Was the service that good? Well, or are you, you trying know, to impress the old lady were with?
4: A little bit of everything. I mean, I can't argue with you, but I thought, you know, this is my chance where, because you know what, whenever it's my, it was my wife's family and we're not around a lot. And so I really felt like, you know, I think at least, you know, my wife wants to try to do something nice for the family that ends up doing a lot of stuff for her mom. Cause we're, Mm -hmm. we're so far away. So that was, you know, so I thought, well, let me make sure we get good service. And, you know, usually if you, if you give a nice tip, you know, you, you get good service.
0: So did you tip before the service? Well that's how
4: you do, it. you know. Okay, you, I was yeah, just checking to make yeah, sure like
0: and did you tell all the family members, Hey, I just tipped a bunch, look at me and my no, big I, wallet.
4: I, I usually go, Look, I'll be right back. Uh You know, I do the BRB and then I go find the server and go, look, here's the thing. I mean, I know we're going to be probably this amount of money, you know, because I looked at the menu, figured, all right, there's a bunch of us. Plus, I know me. I'm the dessert guy. I'll order a bunch of desserts. So I said, look, I want to let you know that you're uh, you know, right now. You can run my card or however you want to do it. But I'm going to I'm going to do this because I because it was short. I would be
0: nervous if I was like a wait staff. I'd be like, what am I about to walk in with? Like if this guy's willing to pay me ahead of time. This must be just the worst table ever I'm about to embark on.
2: Either that, or I was going to say, has that ever backfired? Because I know, I think you've done it before. Has that ever backfired on you? People get nervous.
4: They do, like Steve said, people get nervous. And I'm just, because it is a big, because I see them, you know, Steve, as soon as a big table comes in, I feel like for a server, they go, here we go. You know, it's going to be a big table.
2: Oh, you know,
4: and I think. The worst thing in the world is like, will they tip me appropriately? Like, I'm going to be doing a lot of work over here. And I I could tell this place was understaffed. You just, you can tell these days, you walk into a restaurant, you know, like they just don't have the people they're supposed to have. So I felt like, yeah, if I go up there, I'll try it. But you're right, Danny, it's backfired. And I'm like, I don't want it to backfire. Somebody got mad at me for doing that at a place. Who got mad at you? The uh, server? I, 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 the server was like, you, don't, you shouldn't do that. I go, I, what do you mean I shouldn't do that? I can do what I want. I mean, <laughs> why, why wouldn't I? I mean, but I sir,
0: I'm about to well. give you awful service. This is not <laughs> a <Yeah>. good idea.
4: <laughs> she was visibly distressed. And I'm like, look, I just want you to know there's a bunch of us loud idiots. And you know, I just want you to know that we're going to make this worth your while. And also, I feel like it sets the tone that somebody at the table is at least going to be a nice person. Because sometimes you don't know when a bunch of idiots walk into a place. <laughs> and, you know, look, it's there's two worst kind of customers, I think. That is a bunch of young people who are looking like they just want to drink and party, taking a giant set of tables, or old people that are miserable and just complain about everything.
0: And they're going to be there forever.
4: Yeah, and yeah. so I had a bunch of old people. To but I don't know, know if so. I was a
0: server, and I think it's cool you did it. I'm not like trying to give you that. But like, if, if someone gave that to me, I wouldn't think this is going to be a nice guy and a nice experience. I almost would think... There's two things. Either a, I'm about to walk into a firestorm of just pure like chaos because that. Why else are you giving me this money ahead of time? Or you're like, I'm a jerk, but I'm going to give you money up front.
5: Wow,
4: I, I mean, I can't fault you for thinking that way. I, you know, it's see my intent and what you take. See, that's why the world's a tough place. It's a tough. It's a tough it, thing it, to navigate. It, 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 this, yeah, you, you don't know what to do. And Vicky, you used to be in the business, so. What do we, what, if I'm a guy and I want to tell somebody like you, look, this is going to be a good night for you financially, and I want you to know I'm going to appreciate what you're doing here, that's what the message I want to send is like, right. I get your work and your butt off and I want to make sure that somebody at this table is nice to you.
1: See, it's interesting because like I've seen you do this before, so in my head it makes sense. And I've even done it before, you know, just when I was drunk, I wanted to feel like a big shot once. But I, I'm trying to think like if I never heard of this before, I th- feel like I'd be a little like... What is he expecting after the service? Like the oh,
0: right. damn! Like if, you, if you want people to think that you're going to be a Whoa. nice experience, how about just be nice to the table as a, as the server as they come throughout the, the night and give you stuff? Like just be nice from the get go.
1: Or like I, I do, I think there was one time either I phrased it or you phrased it like this, where it's like, hey, you know what? We're going to be drinking, and just in case you know things get messed up, I want to make sure we tip you in case we get drunk and forget to tip you. Oh
4: yeah, I have done that before, like that. Oh, makes, that's a good like, line. I'm then like, I'm going to hey. think you're going to dine and dash.
1: No, <laughs> I'll be like, I want to make sure you get this. You
4: know what? There's no way you well, can the, please Steve. There's really, some restaurants that'll
0: take the money out of your damn, uh, out of your oh, own account of so this. Yeah, I don't know how any of this works. So. I
4: think if you have Steve as a server, throw a, throw a glass of water in his face and he'll go, okay, no, good. I, nice I know what to expect. Me. Well, to here's be problem. to me. ahead of time. Just here's my nice problem. I know how to be nice. I'm just worried do about you? the rest of the idiots. I don't know about that. Oh, really? What have you seen me not be nice at a table at a restaurant? I'm always nice. BJ's fair, always nice. You don't, drunk.
1: you don't mess <laughs> with anybody who is handling your food.
4: Right. You got, that's fair. the golden rule. That's right. the only reason. Know. Not because I'm a nice guy. I'm just, I, I don't want my food to have fluids in it.
1: <laughs> or anything.
4: Yeah, exactly. I'm, yeah, who knows? I mean, you know, the next thing you know is, oh, look, look, look it's Ratatouille. He didn't make it, but he's oh. in my plate.
0: You. Yeah, but like we Vicky brought up. Do you think like if it's a female server, do you think that she thinks that you think that she's like going to give you some action?
4: I know and I do look like I look like an old guy that can't score. We have we've proven this in Vegas since everybody targets me for prostitution. Right. You guys and we've have heard seen that, that
0: before. I think we talked about it mm. where like certain oh, uh, uh escort type behavior mm-hmm. happens at a restaurant where like you get Basically, you're tipping them because later on you guys are gonna like do it or something. Wow, but, like, but, I, that's, that's a thing.
4: That's, yes,
1: man, I, miss, I I had no idea. So just phrase it that way, like you know what, we might, I, I'm older, we're drunk and rowdy. You know, I want to make sure we don't forget because I like tipping cash or whatever it is. Oh, I'm nice. not
4: trying to have sex with you.
1: Yeah, make sure you preface say that. that. Yeah.
4: <laughs> oh, that's the. I'm
2: <laughs> yes.
1: sure
4: that'll just want you to know. And should I say? Because look, I wouldn't have sex with somebody like you. Is that a good thing? Just so yes, she yes, knows. Yes, yes. Like, hey, come with me for a second. And be like, here's a hundred dollars. I'm not trying to have sex with <laughs> you. This
0: is just like. This is just so I'm looking. to let you know that I'm a nice guy. Nope. Okay, can nope. you look at his nope. face
4: right now? Nope. I would immediately go, this guy's going to violate me right here in this hallway. Yeah.
1: Uh, nope. The conversation nope. is violating. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and the look on his
4: face. Hey, come here, sweetheart. Hey, come follow go. me for a second. Come follow nope. me hey, you in you this dumb, dark area. You, guys you got broad. somewhere quiet where we yeah. can talk. Yeah. Listen. I got a $100, and I got an Applebee's gift card. So what do you say, Ooh, you and Applebee's.
0: me? Yeah. I do notice that my tipping has gone up. I already like, believe like at least 20%, but I notice that now with Tatum. If we go out to eat with Tatum, I'm definitely tipping more. <laughs> yeah. Not that she's a terror. Like She's really good in restaurants, but like she's not very – like she doesn't always the, – the, the food doesn't always get to her mouth. Like She likes to use oh. a fork. Oh, she's like her father. Yes, okay. but worse. Okay. So she's got like the fork, and she'll be like, oh, I'm going to pick up this rice. But by the time the, the fork gets to the mouth, there's no more rice there's on like the There's like three fork. grains no.
1: of yeah. rice on that fork. Right. Yeah. And
0: now there's rice everywhere. And I'm trying to clean up. But you know, I, I don't. I'm not going to clean up the floor. No, oh, look! at you, you know what? You have standards.
1: At least for Thank me, you. as uh, somebody who was a server for a very long time, I didn't mind when kids, like you know, they're trying to eat. They're going to make a mess. That's totally fine. I hated it when parents didn't care what their, like, 10, 11-year-olds were doing. I had one table where these kids were running around to other tables, unscrewing the pepper and pouring it into their oh, drinks. Oh, no, 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 no. So no. peppers <laughs> on the floor. On the, the, I'm like, they're 10, 11, 12 years old. I'm like, what, what are you doing? No, we did okay. that
2: when we were in high school, though.
0: So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I
1: would have been pissed. Be like, get out. Just I to shot the, the
0: chicken wing in the salt shaker.
2: Oh,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <I was> <laughs> We,
4: what? Okay, see, Vicky, <laughs> you're talking to the, the wrong group here. Still. You're going to get no empathy from these two geniuses, you know, like, who are the truants of the table. I
0: thought it was the funniest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. Not, to, yeah, forget it. We
2: used to do the thing where you would get the salt shaker and unscrew it and then put like a piece of uh, napkin and then put pepper on it. So that way when somebody would go and use the salt, pepper would come out instead. And they're like, what? And it was great. Yeah,
0: but you were never there to like witness this chaos. Oh, we would stay around. Oh, you would? Okay. Oh, yeah, we'd that's stay cool. back at other tables. All right, then that's oh, awesome. Wow. Yeah.
5: Boy, yeah. there's a. There's Get out, some... out of my restaurant. Yeah. No. Oh,
0: yeah. Did you at least tip in advance to let them know that you're a nice guy? <laughs> yeah, you
4: should let them know you're a nice
2: Steve, guy. We were like 16 years old. We didn't tip at all. Yeah. <laughs> <No. laughs> I feel like
4: you, <laughs> you and Steve about? need to make up for everything you did when you were younger. Mm. Oh, yeah, you don't think so? I feel like
1: Steve's, I mean, tipping, you know, more so now. So I feel like you're on the right path. Danny, tip more. Okay.
4: That's not going to happen, Vicky. I've been out with Danny. I mean, <laughs> Danny still does all those tricks, by the way. And I look at him and go, no, you're not, you know. Yeah. Danny, get back to our table.
5: Today's podcast was brought to you by Travis Gagne, bankruptcy attorney. He's here right now and has agreed to answer more of your questions about bankruptcy. How do I know if bankruptcy is going to provide me with relief? What are the steps for my situation? Uh, There's so much information out there about bankruptcy with the Internet and uh, what people have heard from friends and and other people that they've talked to about their financial issues or or bankruptcy. Uh, There's there's also a lot of bad information out there or, or urban legends about bankruptcy. In order to determine whether bankruptcy makes sense for you, you need to talk to an attorney that's experienced in bankruptcy. So in order to determine whether bankruptcy makes sense for you, you should talk to an experienced bankruptcy attorney. And right, my job is not to convince you to file bankruptcy. My job is to help you to, to make that decision and have all the facts uh, so that you can make an informed decision about whether bankruptcy makes sense for you, what benefits it's going to have for you, and what the downside of filing bankruptcy is. Thanks, Travis. If you have more questions about bankruptcy, you can reach out to Travis anytime